Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For decades, Mort Krim's voice provided part of the soundtrack of Detroit. These days, though he doesn't live here anymore, he is still the city's biggest cheerleader. I will always feel connected to the city, and I absolutely rejoice in the progress that the city has made, and it's all because of the people. While Mort does tool around in a motorhome, you wouldn't exactly call him retired. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. I don't hide this. I am a native of the area. I was born in Royal Oak in 1985, and I grew up in northern Macomb County. My parents were and still are news junkies, and Channel 4 was their choice of local flavor. This means that I spent a lot of time with Mort Krim on my television set. So today's conversation was a bit surreal. After I pinched myself, I asked Mort how he ended up here in Detroit. The conversation starts with Joel Chaseman. He ran the company that owned WDIV at the time, and he was trying to convince Mort that Detroit was the move, not Los Angeles and not New York. At the end of the conversation, after making the pitch for us to come to Detroit, he said, how old are you? And I said, I'm, I believe I was 42 at that time. And he said, well, you've got about half your career left. He said, I can think of a lot worse ways to spend the rest of your career than helping a beat up old city find its way back. Well, that hit me. That really hit me emotionally. And my wife turned to me when he left the hotel room and she said, we're going to Detroit, aren't we? And I think it was the challenge. They didn't need me in Los Angeles. It would have been an interesting and probably lucrative career ride. They didn't need me in New York. But I suddenly felt, you know, maybe I'm needed to help Detroit as a journalist. And I like that challenge. And I never have for one moment regretted the decision to go to Detroit. Now, Mort is from Illinois, so it wasn't a huge leap, but he had been in New York, Philadelphia, and Chicago ahead of time. Why am I doing this story right now, though? I promise it's not random. On Facebook the other day, Mort posted that for the second time, he was doing voice work on the latest album of pop superstar Olivia Rodrigo. If you're like me, you're probably wondering how that happened. Mort tells me it starts with a legendary local, Jack White. I recorded Second Thoughts, which was my syndicated radio series at Ron Rose Studios there in Detroit. Jack White had a brother who worked at Ron Rose. And at some point, I got a call from the studio and they said, do you need these old master tapes anymore? And I said, no, get rid of them. 
Well, Jack's brother said, we can use these tapes for practice. So they threw one up on the machine and Jack heard my commentary. So I get a call from his producer and he said, Jack wants to write a song around your little acorns. We need to work out a deal with you. And my first thought was, well, they're just going to use the words and he's going to build a song around the words. And the producer said, no, 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 no. We want to actually build a song around your commentary. It ended up going platinum. The album did. And of course, I gained a lot of secondary fame off of that, particularly among the younger set. So Mort actually inspired the White Stripes song, Little Acorns. Wild. Let's fast forward to Olivia Rodrigo. And while this is Mort's second time working with her, it turns out the first was thanks to good old Detroit rock music. A year or so ago, I got a call from Olivia Rodriguez's office saying Olivia would like you to be the voice for the trailer for her new album. I think it was her first one. I asked my wife, I said, do you know who Olivia Rodrigo is? And she said, never heard of her. Let's ask the grandkids. Well, we asked our granddaughters and they went crazy. They said, oh, she is the hottest thing in pop music. We all know Olivia Rodrigo. So curiosity got the best of me. And at some point in the process, I said, I have to know. I said, here, I'm an old retired anger man sitting down here in Florida. And I get this call from Hollywood from this young, hot pop star how did you make the connection? And she said, well, Olivia is a fan of White Stripes. And she heard you on Little Acorns. And she said, that's the voice I want to do my trailer. Mort has been visibly famous in Detroit for decades. But did you know that Mort was the inspiration for Will Ferrell's character Ron Burgundy in Anchorman? It turns out Adam McKay, who directed the movie, grew up in Philadelphia watching Mort and his broadcast partner Jessica Savage. McKay and Ferrell turned Krim and Savage into Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone. I grew up with you and I watched the movie. He and you are not the same. So I'm just wondering how that goes. I met Will Ferrell. I actually invited by uh, his office to be a guest of the premiere of Anchorman 2, and I met him at the party afterwards. Once he had revealed in the Rolling Stone magazine article that he had gotten the idea for Anchorman, he didn't say he patterned Ron Burgundy after me. He said he got the idea for the Anchorman show and for Ron Burgundy. He thanked me for the good humor, and I said, Will, if you guys had billed this as a documentary, I'd be thoroughly pissed. But I said, as parody, I thought it was good fun, and I enjoyed it as much as anybody. You've got to be able to laugh at yourself and at your own career and at your own profession. How do you think about, and maybe you don't, but how do you think about relevancy? I mean, you spent so many years on television in Chicago and New York and Philadelphia, and you filled in for Paul Harvey. You were here for decades. And then now you found a different kind of relevancy. And I just, I wonder how you think about that. I, I think it's fascinating. I don't know. I've tried to stay relevant with commentary when I get the urge to get inspired to write something or say something or comment on something, I put it on Facebook. I've got a lot of things that I've put up on YouTube. I try to stay relevant. I work with my church. I, uh, I try to be helpful to individuals who come to be looking for advice or help in their lives and in their careers. But I think it's important, particularly as we grow older and we move out of our prime careers, to stay not only active, you know, golf and tennis and fishing and flying and all those things can only go so far, but to stay active and could 
contributive, productive way that serves people. You've got to stay relevant in the sense of being useful. While Mort is not retired, he is retired from the news business. He and I got to talking about hostility and partisan divide. The news is feeding a lot of it, the cable channels especially. It's not the media world that I worked in, and I don't want to become an old curmudgeon who looks back at the good old days, because a lot of the changes that have been made have, have been positive, particularly in the technological area. At the same time, we have moved away from objective and fair journalism to partisan political journalism. I think the best journalism that's being practiced in television today is at the local level. I truly believe that. I watch a lot of local TV. I watch Detroit TV when I'm back there, not just Channel 4. I think the local stations across the board are still trying to do honest journalism. Mort told me that despite the challenges he sees in journalism today, he still encourages the next generation to get into the business. Do you think in that vein that with younger people that, you know, they really do have an opportunity to make a, a major difference doing television journalism or print journalism or radio journalism in that same vein, right? That if the younger generation is turned off to this, it'll likely only get worse. It's tough. And I do recognize that with the developing technologies, Young people in particular aren't looking to TV news these days. They go to the internet. I know that from my own grandchildren and my own children. Those generations look to their internet sources for news. So I think young journalists today need to recognize that television news as we know it may not be where they're going to be practicing their craft. But news is news, information is information, whatever the medium is. And I think the important thing is that they prepare themselves to look for facts, to try to find, to sift things out until they can find the truth and to tell it, no matter what the medium. Mort moved to Florida after he retired from WDIV in 1997. And while he may travel the country, his heart remains in Detroit. Detroit will always be home because that's where I had the bulk of my career and it's where we raised our children. And I'm always heartened and, and warmed by the kinds of comments that I receive from Detroiters on Facebook after I've posted something. And I posted a video just a couple of days ago about my journey from grief and losing my wife 15 months ago. And I'm, I'm on this RV right now because I've been traveling a lot since her death. She and I enjoyed the motorhome. I told her just shortly before she died, I said, I will continue because we had so much joy and so much fun traveling around the country. So I, uh, I relish the memories. I still love and enjoy the friendships that remain in Detroit. I will always feel connected to the city, and I absolutely rejoice in the progress that the city has made it's been a long, hard slog, but the city is making it, and it's all because of the people. Here is something I'd never thought I'd say. What do Olivia Rodrigo, Will Ferrell, and Jack White all have in common? They all love Mort Krim. And after all these years, we in southeastern Michigan, we still feel the same way. Today's big thanks goes to the venerable Mort Krim. 
Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.